0: Hey guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and I finished the bench press and on to the deadlift. Let's do this. So here's the deal. How do people like us who are in our second 50 years of life and don't buy into the garbage that getting older means getting weaker and being less active? How do we age in a way that we can feel proud of? get stronger every year, and be in better shape than people half our age? That's the question. And this podcast is going to help us with the answers. My name is Coach Ken, and welcome to Second 50 Strong. Hey guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and we got a warm spell back. On the last episode, I was telling you how freezing it was. We actually got down to 30 degrees waking up in the morning, but now it's back up to the, what is it? I don't even know what it is. 54. All right. 54, the last couple of weeks of September. And I love this time of year. We got blue, blue skies and that cold weather really killed off most of the bugs, which is wonderful. So we're outside enjoying ourselves. We don't have to slap ourselves anymore from the mosquitoes or even worse in Maine are the black flies. Those are horrible because when they bite you, it's no big deal. But then for the next two to three days, oh my gosh, those bites just get big and red and they bleed when they scratch them and they're itchy and painful. And so black flies are horrible, but everything's dead. Black fly season's long gone, but the mosquitoes are gone. No horse flies, no nothing. And we're enjoying some really nice sunny, you know, on the not freezing side weather in the mid fifties, sixties during the day, which is great. Loving it. So finish the bench press and I shouldn't say, totally finished because once again I give it all to my wife and she's like well we need to move this here and that there and this would flow better if this was over here and I'm like okay 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 great great but not right now I just want to keep moving forward get it all on paper and then come back and do this major you know two three week long editing of everything because what even I notice is happening is I wrote up what I wanted to write on the squat And then when I wrote up what I wanted to do on the bench press, they didn't flow the same. So someone reading it would be like, well, you did it this way for the squat, and then you did it that way for the bench press. You know, that doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. And yeah, absolutely, that's correct. So I want to look at it as a whole total finished piece and then edit it all so it all flows the same. Even within each category, obviously the categories I write about, I'm not that stupid. They're all at least in the same order, but within each category, how the thought process flows is different for each one. So I definitely got to do that. And so I'm starting to read now on the deadlift and, oh man, now I've been deadlifting for years and deadlifting is one of those for many, many years. It was the lift that was always mysterious to me. And you think, you know reach down, grab something, pick it up. Big deal. But when I would be doing my heavy sets, let's say a set of five, one rep would be wicked easy. The next rep would be really hard. The next rep would be really easy again. And I'm like, okay, obviously this is a form issue. This is a form problem. If the more reps I'm doing two get easy, one's hard, the next one's easy again. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm being very inconsistent in what I'm doing in what seems like a very small, easy motion to perform so back in the day then i really took it upon myself to study it up a lot anyway and figure out what i did wrong figured out what i did wrong and now i love uh, deadlift actually i think it's my favorite i think it's my favorite lift i absolutely love it and um but now reading about it it's amazing because i'm taking from about four different totally different resources when i read stuff and like I said, with some of the other stuff, some of them are hundred pages, 110 pages long for one article on the deadlift. Uh, The disagreement is just almost mind boggling on, you know, how, how straight your knees should be, how high or low your chest should be, how high or low your hips should be. Should your upper back be rounded? Should it be flat? Should it be this? Should it be that? And I'm like, Whoa, man. And I don't just want to teach how I deadlift because it's me. I got stubby short little legs and a long torso. And that's gonna be different for everybody. That's called uh, anthropometry. I don't even know how the right way to pronounce it. I've been doing PT for 26 years. So it's different for everyone. And I found what works for me consistently to pull the most weight and I love it, but that's not for everybody. So funny little story. I don't know if I shared this or not, but I had a friend years ago, I'm 5'10", and he was 6'1", I think. So when we stood up, he was all legs and he, he looked like a, a character from a Tim Burton cartoon. You know, he was all legs and this teeny weeny little upper body. And I've got dwarf legs and this long torso. And we would stand next to each other and he was three inches taller than me. He's, you know, 6'1", I'm 5'10". And then we would sit down and I was one inch taller than him. And it was, and we were like, what the frig is this? So we would stand up, he's three inches taller than me. We sit down, I'm one inch taller than him. Like way, we'd laugh our butts off over that way different body styles. There's no way we're squatting the same. There's no way we're deadlifting the same. Absolutely not. You know, the totally different uh, body shapes are going to require some differences in form and technique without a doubt. So I'm not just going to say to do it my way. I want to get this nice generalized starting point for you guys, because you're going to have to figure out What's works for you too as far as your body shape and style goes. There are some things of course that are not, I call these the non-negotiables because they're for safety uh, of your joints really and of your muscles which is really important. So some things are non-negotiable or some things would just be flat out dumb to do if you came way outside the bar path with something coming up against gravity. So those are the non-negotiables, but there aren't a lot of those, thank goodness, and the rest is up for you to experiment with to see what works for you with an empty bar and lighter weights, And but you need a starting point, so that's where I'm going with all of this is trying to find a solid, neutral starting point for people, and there's going to be a lot of decisions to be made because it really is fascinating how different people can feel about the same lift. And that's why when I see things posted on the internet, like these long articles, and then there's some comment trashing it. Well, that's because they believe in the other guy who says all totally different things about the lift or the other girl. So you can have a lot of disagreement and not really have anybody be wrong. And I learned this years ago in physical therapy where my wife and I started out being travelers for our first three years or so of, um, our physical therapy career, we moved all around the country, which was an absolute blast with traveling companies. We did three and six month assignments and we were new. This is right when we graduated. So we would go to one place and they would teach us what to do with all of these different you know, techniques and whatnot. And great. We did it. They loved us. We would go to the next one, do those techniques that the first people told us. And the next facility, seven states over was like, that's wrong. You're not doing that. This is how we want you to do it. But we were like, But we just learned from those guys and they were, they were really good therapists and they told, nope, that's wrong. So then we'd learn this new way at this one. Then we'd travel across the country, go to the next facility, do what we were trained in the second place. They're like, nope, that's wrong. You're going to do it this way. So we learned early off that a lot of very good people can disagree with each other. A lot of very intelligent people can disagree with each other and that's okay so i'm not going to say one way is better or worse i'm just saying that i got to figure out how to write this down in a way that makes sense as a starting point for you guys and my technique of course obviously either goes with or against what i'm reading but it doesn't mean that yours will so that's where i'm at i am now reading and highlighting and underlining and making notes And cross-referencing, that's going to take me a couple days because this is the first lift where there's the most amount of disagreement. I would have thought it was the squat. And, of course, there's a lot of different styles of squatting. But um, this is the one within the same style of deadlifting. You know, when you've got a straight bar in front of your shins, there's not a lot of different styles to it. So it's just that one lift, but a lot of different ways people think it should be done. So... That's it, man. That's me documenting where I'm at. I am now, oh, I drew up all my pictures for the bench press. A while ago, I asked my 17-year-old son to draw for me. He doesn't even remember that I told him. He doesn't care. He's not interested anymore. So now I might have to go back to Fiverr. Or I found a drawing app on my iPad called Draw 98. And the subtitle said, draw again like it's 1998. And I'm like, I freaking love the 90s. If I'm stuck, you know, my my dad and my wife's dad, they were just stuck in a generation, right? They lived. They loved that music. They liked to dress that way. They liked those cars. I'm a 90s guy. I think 1995 was not very long ago, you know, and it's 2020. And that's just the way it's always going to be in my brain is the 90s are right here right now still. So it said draw like it's nineteen I'm like, I'm getting that. And I haven't fooled around with it yet because I actually got it today. And I wanted to read instead, so I didn't even bother with it yet. But uh, maybe I can draw it myself if it's not too much work and not too much of a pain in the butt. Uh, We'll see. Otherwise, I'll be on Fiverr asking someone else to do it because my 17-year-old is no longer interested. All right. That's about it. So actually, I have deadlift today when I go home and lift. So kind of funny, I'm going to be, as I warm up with my empty bar, kind of fooling around with some of the new things I've read, although I'm not going to change what I'm doing because I really like what I've developed into for my deadlift, but I just want to see what the other stuff feels like a little bit. I think that will be fun as I deadlift this evening. All right, y'all, I'm making my turn into the parking lot and get strong as hell. This is Coach Ken, second 50 strong, and I'll talk to you all later want to learn more on how to turn aging upside down go to second 50 strong.com that's two and d five zero strong there we'll cover the ins and outs and ups and downs and how to live an active energetic life that will make the 20 somethings jealous this is coach ken and i'll see you there and please don't forget to rate this podcast and share it with the people you want to kick butt with